Hello, welcome everyone. I am Chris Hyams, CEO of Indeed, and welcome to our next installment of Here to Help. This is our look at how Indeed has been navigating the global impact of COVID-19. Today is May 7th, and we are on day 65 of Global Work From Home, and I am delighted today to be speaking with Abby Carlton, Indeed's Director of Social Impact. Welcome, Abby, and thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Well, let's start where we always start, which is tell us how you're doing today. What's going on in the Carlton household and how are you all feeling? Sure. Thanks. Um, yeah, I wonder, you know, I wonder if this will resonate with you too. I was, I was reading Harry Potter with my, uh, my eight-year-old a couple of days ago and we got to this one sentence and I actually had to stop and take a picture of it because I felt like it's so perfectly uh, captured what I have been feeling recently. So I'll, I'll, I'll share it with you. The sentence said, uh, one person can't feel all that at once they'd explode. And, you know, we live in the New York City suburbs. We have for the past almost two months really been in the kind of confined to the two block radius around our house. And, and even still, just in that two block radius, I feel like we have seen so much of what is gut-wrenching about this moment and and also what is, is sort of special uh, about this moment. You go half a block in that direction, our, uh, one of our wonderful neighbors is a nursing home. And, and they, like so many nursing homes in this crisis, have just been devastated by COVID-19. You go a block up the road that way, and we have our um, our town food pantry called Tony's Kitchen, and it's just this incredible operation. Last year, I think they did about uh, 4,000 meals and deliveries a week. By the middle of this month, they were doing 16,000 meals a week. And, and then I look around and I see, you know, families, multi-generational families walking together and going for bike rides and uh, doing sidewalk chalk. And, and my own kids, you know, I, I have a, a decently long commute into New York City. And, and usually in the, the morning, I get greeted with some version of, oh, mommy's, mommy's going to the train, mommy's going to work. And, and now they're saying, oh, mommy, let's go for a walk. And we do. And we, we go out and, and we get outside and we go for a walk. And that is, that is not something that I take for granted right now either. So I guess I, I don't think I'm going to explode, <laughs> but I, I, I would say I'm just sort of feeling all of those different things uh, at the same time right now. What about you? How are you? I think that's a, a really beautiful way to describe it because there are all of these extremes happening at the same time. So we were just talking before the broadcast started that the latest Unemployment claims have just come out again. Another three million more Americans were at um, the highest rate of unemployment in the U.S. in over 80 years. And the number of people, and we're going to spend a lot of time today talking about what it means uh, to, to have barriers to employment and, and how on an, in a normal case, even in this booming economy we have, we've had for the last decade, how difficult it was for people, especially now. It's just been devastating. And, and at the same time, we have these experiences that, um, that are coming from this pause that's forced. My, my girls are a little older. They're 22 and 24, but they've come home from New York and Los Angeles, and our family is together. 
and we're incredibly fortunate to to be to be safe and to be healthy and to be able to be together during this we have colleagues who are living alone in the middle of this um, who while they do have a job and are stable um, they're completely isolated and then there's as we'll talk about all the people who don't have work so yeah i i do think that's a really um profound way to think about it because it is all of those things at the same time let's let's start by just talking a little bit about your background um you've been you've been in indeed for just over two years now which is really amazing um but you've been thinking about these issues of of labor uh for for quite some time can you just tell us a little bit about how you got here and, and what you were doing before indeed Sure. Yeah, I have worked on issues of jobs and economic opportunity, mostly focused on low-wage communities, low-wage workers, really for my entire career. Um, to take a big step back for just one second, you know, I grew up in the rural Midwest in the 80s and 90s, and I saw up close what it looked like when jobs went away or when there weren't enough opportunities to begin with. And that really stuck with me. And so that has been the sort of animating theme of, of my career, helping people connect to opportunity and, and all the things that, that sit around a job. And I've had the chance to do that kind of work in a bunch of different settings. I have worked for the U.S. government, in nonprofits, in sort of academia, research settings. And then for almost a full decade prior to joining Indeed, I was at the Rockefeller Foundation, which is a global philanthropy, 100 years old, based in, in New York City. And for the last couple of years there, I led the work on jobs and economic opportunity on behalf of the foundation. And a lot of what we were thinking about, about the work, uh, a lot of the work I was driving uh, and our team was driving in those last couple of years was focused on employer talent practices. So, so much in the social sector, so much of the activity around jobs is, is thinking about training and education and how we can improve those systems. And that's critically important. But I started to think more and more about how can we identify ways that employers can innovate around their talent practices that solve a business problem, but that are also leading to better outcomes for people who are having a hard time connecting to work, staying in work, advancing? What are those sort of double bottom line solutions? And, and that, I think, ultimately is, is sort of what led us to connect and what, what led me to Indeed. So our mission at Indeed is to help people get jobs. And um, you came here two years ago to really build out our social impact function. Can you talk a little bit about what social impact means for Indeed and what it is that you've been doing? One of the things that really excited me about joining Indeed is that social impact is in Indeed's DNA. Our mission is to help people get jobs. That, that mission has a profound social impact. So as a social impact team, we are working to sort of push on the edges of that impact to help even more people get jobs. And in particular, we're thinking about who are those folks who might have some extra barriers that make it harder to connect to work? And so when we talk about our, our social impact mission, we talk a lot about uh, inclusive hiring. How can we use Indeed's technology and insights and expertise and our, our networks of, of millions and millions of job seekers and employers to address bias and barriers in hiring so that everybody gets a fair shot? 
And it was, I guess, about a year ago that we announced our uh, Indeed social impact commitment to help one million job seekers across the world connect to jobs over the next five years through our social, social impact initiatives. And at the same time, we announced our first major partnership with Goodwill Industries International, which for folks who aren't familiar, Goodwill is the largest workforce development nonprofit in North America. So yeah, so before I, I want to talk about what it is that we've been doing with Goodwill, but before you get into that, I'll, I'll admit when you came to the executive team to present this idea of Goodwill as a partner, um, I was among several of us who thought of Goodwill as operating these retail secondhand stores and that my daughter likes to shop at. Um, I had no idea the history of why Goodwill was founded in the per first place and really what their mission is all about. Can you just give a little background on Goodwill? Yeah, I mean, I think most people are in a, a similar boat. If you if you live in in North America, especially if you're in the U.S., you probably know Goodwill. You've you you've driven by, you've maybe donated to one of their stores, or you've shopped in in one of their retail stores. Uh, but they actually are a over 100 year old organization, and it's a social enterprise model where. They, uh, they use those retail stores first as a place to hire job seekers who might have some extra barriers, but then all of the proceeds from the goods that are, are sold through Goodwills are used to fuel this, this kind of very powerful, large-scale, but behind-the-scenes job search support and, and, and network of different training programs. Uh, they have everything from walk-in job search support to months-long skilled trades programs, uh, healthcare um, uh, training programs. Uh, some of them have adult high schools that enroll um, hundreds of students. So it's, um, it's not something that, that many people see on the surface, but actually Goodwills in a given year will serve about 2 million uh, people with these different in-person supports. And they have uh, about 3,000, there are about 160 goodwill uh, sort of career centers across uh, North America and over 3,000 retail stores where, where folks are getting employed. They also have, and I, I didn't know this myself until starting to work more closely with them, uh, a pretty large scale contract services business where they contract out things like janitorial services. So it's just really, um, a pretty impressive organization and a pretty comprehensive uh, organization. I, I should also share, I, I've used this phrase, sort of folks who need extra help or, or job seekers with barriers. It's probably helpful to just say a little bit more about what we mean there. Uh, you know, Goodwill is an organization that opens their doors to anyone who needs some extra help. They are serving uh, disconnected young people, veterans, job seekers who have disabilities, uh, folks with criminal records, maybe someone who's returning to work after being away for a long time. And, and for us, that really is one of the many things that made them a good partner because it aligns with our mission. We are trying to help all people get jobs. And, and they and we both are, are really thinking about um, yes, there are things that make each of those situations unique, but there is also a set of common core challenges when it comes to looking for work that, that we, we think we can tackle together. With that background, let's talk a little bit about the Goodwill Partnership. So um, when we sat down and first sketched out what we want to do, um, how did you think about what was the, the goal of that partnership and, then, and what have we been doing over the last year to, to work with them? 
Yeah, I mean, that the, the headline goal is that we want to take and we're working to take the best of what each of our organizations can bring to the table to create more opportunity for more goodwill job seekers. And I think ultimately to create a blueprint for what this could look like with uh, this relationship between an organization like ours and many other uh, workforce development organizations that, that serve um, folks who have some extra challenges. So, so if you think of, of Indeed and goodwill for goodwill, they are really bringing just this this suite of different types of, of training programs that they have developed over the years and this this hands-on, very personalized support that they give to job seekers. For us, it's our technology, our insights from all of the work we do in connecting job seekers and employers and, and sort of pointing that in the direction of this partnership. And, and obviously our, our connections uh, with employers really important there too. So when we started the partnership, we did a lot of things, but I would say we focused on two key areas. The first one was helping goodwill job seekers conduct an effective online job search. And the second was hiring events. And I can say more about what that is in a second, but, but on the first one, on the job search piece, we one of the first things that we did was to develop a train the trainer curriculum so that goodwill career counselors could, in, in the many training sessions they do where they're helping people look for jobs, that they could help them uh, build a high quality online resume and, and really understand the ins and outs of Indeed so that they could conduct an effective job search. And, and then we did a lot of hiring events together. And if you are... If you're unfamiliar, Indeed Hiring Events is a product that allows employers to advertise and to manage in-person events where they're looking to hire for a number of roles at the same time. One of the biggest challenges that we have heard from goodwill job seekers is that they know they have something to offer, but they aren't getting a chance to have that face-to-face sit-down meeting with an employer where they can show what they can do. So we decided we were going to run this pilot, and instead of uh, an employer, maybe they would typically host their Indeed hiring event in their in their place of business, or they would rent out a, a conference room at a hotel. We were going to locate those Indeed client hiring events in physically in the Goodwill Career Center and see if we could close that space between employers and Goodwill job seekers. And and you know I have to say um, uh, in the last. It, it was a really, it, it was a really exciting um, pilot for us, and and in the last, it was the last six months of 2019 that we ran this pilot. We ended up holding 93 of these hiring events, and uh, over 2,000 job seekers were successful. So either getting a a, a job offer or moving on to uh, to a final round interview. And you know, anecdotally, what we heard from several employers was that. This helped them connect with qualified candidates who they probably wouldn't have connected with otherwise. Uh, so it was really it was it, it was something that we we certainly intended to do a lot more of going into 2020. That will look a little bit different now. But uh, you know, I, Chris, you have been so involved in this work in a number of ways. We were fortunate to have you come and, and join us for one of these events at the at the Goodwill of Central Texas back in October. Um, what was that? What was that like for you? Yeah, that was a it was a really profound uh, experience. You know, we we spend all of our time thinking about how to help people get jobs, and 
over the 10 years that I've been in Adidas, I have spent a lot of time actually sitting down and, and meeting with job seekers and, and watching their uh, challenges and their struggles. Um, and a lot of when we, before this partnership, when we thought about what some of these systemic bat barriers look like, honestly, it just felt like, well, there's, there's nothing we can do about that. So we can, we can help in this area. Let's focus on that. And to find a partner like Goodwill that has spent a hundred years thinking about these problems and actually has not magic wand solutions, but has real practical, here's the problems and here's the things that, that, that they can do. Things like um, partnering with, uh, I think it was Dress for Success, to, to have full wardrobes available for people to be able to come in and look professional um, for an interview. The, uh, the training that we were offering on the spot to help people understand what kind of questions they might get in an interview, how to think about those tips on their resumes, but then also really, really practical things um, you know, we talk a lot, a lot about the fact that one of the, the biggest barriers in, in our country in particular um, is people who've been formerly incarcerated and how difficult it is um, not to even just get through a background check and get hired, but to even understand how to talk about your experience. You have a, a resume that has a, a hole in it that could be a couple decades long. Um, I had a chance to sit and talk with a job seeker who had just gotten out from uh, 20 years in uh in i think it was within the last couple of weeks before this event started and his questions about i, I don't even know what to say about this and we were able to bring over someone from goodwill whose entire experience is helping people that this is this is how you talk about it this is what you do this is what people are expecting and just the relief of because we know so much about getting a job a big part of it is is just being able to have the confidence going into that interview experience and to be able to to give people who clearly um, struggle with that the, the confidence they need to, to move on. It was really, um, I would say, the most uh, moving and inspiring day of my 10 years at Indeed. So it was, uh, it was a real honor to be there. So thank you for, for the opportunity for that. Let's talk uh, a little bit about what our plan was for 2020, what we were trying to do, and then a little bit about what's going on right now for Goodwill and some of the additional challenges they're seeing. Uh, yeah, we we going into 2020, you know, one of the things that we were doing in, in kind of transitioning our uh, relationship with Goodwill to a next phase, we'd done a couple of pilots, like you say, we were starting to get a sense of of, of where we wanted to to really focus. And so we had established and, and continue to run uh, what we're calling an Indeed Fellows program. So we've selected 12 Goodwills from across North America, where we're really going to go deep together to try to test and scale different inclusive hiring solutions. So that was that was one piece and I, I can certainly say more about that. I think it's also worth mentioning that that the goodwill piece is an important part of our, our work, but it is also it is one part of our work. We have other other pieces uh, starting uh, really uh, in earnest at the beginning of 2020 to expand our international efforts. We identified strategic partners in the UK, in India, um, France. And uh, really importantly, we have an internal partnership with our Indeed Incubator, which is our internal product incubation group. We have a dedicated social impact team uh, within the incubator and, and, and going into this year started to expand that work to see both how we could support the, the goodwill partnership with product capacity, but how we can 
identify um, folks who are, are, are struggling and need some extra help right on our platform and start to, to deliver different solutions to them. So that was, you know, that was the context um, that we found ourselves in when, when things changed pretty dramatically. So let's, let's start with, with your team. And then I, I do want to talk a little bit about Goodwill in particular. But so how has the COVID-19 pandemic affected how you and your team are working today? The way that I described the our work before, uh, you know, Indeed's whole mission is to help people get jobs. Our team has been focused on how we can help folks who have some extra challenges. In this moment, you, know, you mentioned this before, we have seen in the U.S. alone in the last seven weeks, over 30 million people lose their jobs, 30 million people file for unemployment insurance. And that probably actually underestimates the number of people who have lost their jobs. That is one in five US workers. And many of these workers were in frontline jobs like retail and hospitality where they were not making a lot of money to begin with. And now they are, they are suddenly out of work and big parts of the economy are effectively closed. So, so in a way, some of the, 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 the groups and the challenges that, that we were focused on in our work have become the, the, the work of our entire organization as, how, as we think about how do we uh, support these many millions of, of people who have gone, many, not all, but from, from being sort of paycheck to paycheck uh, to potentially not being able to put food on the table next week. And and I will say, you know, we as a team are still thinking about how do we how do we support those who have been hardest hit by this economic crisis. But one of the things that has been um, just really inspiring for me as as someone who has worked on these issues for a long time and is just sort of observing what is happening right now is that across Indeed people and teams have mobilized to respond to this crisis. It is, it is not just the social impact team. There is, there is so much innovation that is happening across the business as everyone is thinking about how we can fulfill this mission and help people get jobs. You have been uh, working to actually listen to job seekers and, and what's going on with them. What are you hearing uh, from job seekers about how they're coping with this crisis? It is a really difficult time for job seekers. There, there's no other way to say it. Um, for, for, for those folks who have been struggling, who were maybe struggling to find a job before this crisis hit, for, for the types of folks that, that Goodwill has been serving, many of them feel like they might now be at the back of a much longer line. And then, you know, for, the, for a lot of people who have lost their jobs more recently who need to find a job fast, they need to look at new roles and, and new sectors because they don't have the option of getting a job like the one that they that they just had. And I would say, you know, like so many of us, job seekers are, are worried about things like their safety and health and the health of their families and trying to figure out, I, I you know, I need a job to to take care of my family, but I also need to be home to to take care of my children who are now home with me, and and that is that's a dynamic all of us are struggling with, but particularly for for folks who need work right now, that has been a really a really significant challenge. 
Um, but, but, you know, I, I would also say that people are resilient. They, they want to get back on their feet. They want to get that next job. And they're asking us for help to do that. So we are getting questions like, who is hiring right now? How do I find a remote or a work from home job? What jobs am I qualified for? And we're also getting a lot of questions just from people who haven't are, are newly looking for a job. They haven't looked for a job in a while and they just need basic help on, on, on how to do that, how to create a resume, how to conduct a job search. Um, so, uh, you know, I would say there there is a we are hearing a lot of um, just really significant challenges, but but just just really a, a lot of folks who who want help to move forward and and kind of grab this moment and, and do as much as they can to 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 support themselves and their and their families and find that next opportunity. So one of the ways that you have been connecting with job seekers is for the past month you've been leading these weekly Facebook live sessions that are open to job seekers everywhere. Um, where did the, the, what was the genesis of, of this project and talk a little bit about um, what it is that you've been sharing with job seekers? Uh, yeah, I mean, one of the many things that makes this downturn unlike others is that the places where people might typically go in an economic downturn to get help are closed. So if you look at the U.S., in the U.S. under the, the federal workforce system, there are 2,400 American job centers. These are places where in a, in, a, in a good economy, 13 million people a year would go and they could get job search support, connect opportunities. Those have been closed. And, and, and places, you know, we talked about Goodwill. Goodwill um, uh, has, has done incredible work to transition to virtual services, but the physical Goodwills have also been closed. And, and, and so for Indeed, it is more important than ever that we help as many job seekers as possible and reach as many job seekers as possible right now with the right information and the right support. So that is the that is that is sort of the context there. We have as a company been doing this in a bunch of different ways globally. Um, webinars, career guide articles, we have a, a, Indeed community forums where uh, people can connect with peers but also with Indeedians for support. And, and a lot of this work, I should say, is led by our amazing job seeker experience team. And so about a month ago, they launched this new weekly live stream video series on, on Facebook and, and YouTube. And, and like you say, I've had the opportunity to be a, a regular host of that, of that series. And, and it's just been a great way to check in with job seekers in a sort of a more authentic, personal way to have a conversation with them. And, and we've been sharing a, a number of things, um, all in the spirit of giving people that really practical, actionable advice. So um, we've been sharing product updates. I, I mentioned before being, being so inspired to see just the innovation that's happening across the company. One of the, the things that, that we have done as a company uh, is to create a ready-to-work hashtag. So if you are somebody who's ready to work immediately tomorrow, you can go into your Indeed profile. You can add that, you can add that tag so it's easier for employers to find you. We have made it easier for employers to post remote jobs and also for job seekers to find those. This type of information is exactly what people are asking us for right now. So we're trying to give them these, these tips so that they can know that 
there are things that I can do that, yes, employers are hiring right now. That is one of the really big things. We Every week we've, we've gone through and said, here is a list of national employers who are, are urgently hiring right now. And, and I think that that is so powerful in this moment to say, yes, times are tough. Yes, employers are perhaps not hiring as much as they were before, but there are employers who are hiring. There are job seekers who are, are getting work. And, and here are some of the ways that you can point your job search so that, that you're more likely to, to, to have success. So and, and then and then as I mentioned before, a lot of what we're sharing are those those basics of how to create a resume, how to set up an indeed job alert, how to just conduct um, conduct a job search. And um, I, I'll just say it's it has been a really meaningful experience for me personally to in a moment where where I feel like I I kind of I'm confined to my house and the two blocks around my house to to still be able to find a way to connect with job seekers and, and to try to support them right now. That's great. And if um, if someone is interested to find out about these uh, Facebook Live uh, events, where would they go to get information? Yes, it's a great question. And I should say, I mean, I have been uh, had the opportunity to be a host for the, the U.S. Uh, Facebook Lives, but we are also doing this in Australia, in France, in the U.K., uh, and I, I suspect uh, more down the road. So I would say go to Indeed's Facebook page and you can... Uh, you know, follow the page, and then when we go live, you'll get you'll get those notices. We we typically do them on Mondays, every Monday, and then all of those uh, videos are then put on uh, YouTube. So you can also go to Indeed's YouTube page, find those videos in addition to a number of the the different webinars that I mentioned. A bunch of uh, what I hope will be really helpful um, content for for folks right now. And and we're taking all of those things. And there's the you know the 20 minute Facebook Live, but also sort of slicing and dicing them into different different component pieces if you are particularly interested in how to conduct a successful uh, virtual interview you can just grab that piece too so uh, those are the two places I tell folks to look let's come back to to goodwill for a minute here um, obviously when when uh, the entire country and then the entire world has gone to some form of of lockdown um, that's impacted the the you know so many businesses in, in, in really profound ways. What um, what has changed for Goodwill and what's changed about our partnership? I mean, we've talked so much as a company about what it looks like for us to essentially shift overnight to to working remotely, to working virtually. And and, and Goodwill essentially had to, to do the same thing. Uh, but, you know, as I mentioned before, one of the reasons that, that Goodwill has been so successful is because they make these powerful, personal, in-person connections with their students. And so I think there was some concern within the network, you know, what will it be like to deliver these services virtually? Can we continue to fulfill our mission in the way that we, that we have before? And I will say, I have just been incredibly impressed to see how local Goodwills have risen to this challenge. We talked before about the, the goodwill of Central Texas to, co- to come back to them for a second. We were talking with them this week. In the course of one week, they moved their entire 800 student adult high school online. And they are seeing participation rates of, of 90%, which is really remarkable if you, if you think, you know, these are, are students who, who may have some additional barriers themselves. Many of them have children who are now at home with them and they are both going to school online and, and taking care of their own kids, helping their own kids go to school. 
they um, have moved, they have a, a life coaches program where everybody who's enrolled in the high school has uh, access to, to someone who's coaching them along the way. That has been, that support has been removed, has been moved to remote. They've set up a technology lending program. So if you are studying from home and you don't have a device, you can get a device so that you can access that, that Google mm-hmm. Classroom. And, and you know what's sort of most impressive on top of all of that, they have actually managed to enroll 100 new students since the physical campus closed several weeks ago. So it has been a challenging time for Goodwills, no doubt. I, as I mentioned before, most of the retail stores have had to close temporarily. I talked about the model of the retail stores fueling the, the mission side, the job um, seeker support side of the business. But, but they, are, they are making it work. And, and in some cases, I, I will say we're starting to see the, um, we're starting to see some of those retail stores open again as, as some states are, are, are starting to open. But uh, you know you asked about our, our, our work with them. We are working together in this moment to get job search supports, maybe things that would have been delivered via a train the trainer in person model before to get those job search supports to the Goodwill Network, to Goodwill Job Seekers virtually. So for example, we've created, uh, again, with our, our um, colleagues in the Job Seeker Experience team, uh, Indeed 101 videos kind of to replace those, those train the trainer um, uh, uh, modules and, and made those available to local Goodwills so that they can use them in their curriculum, made them available to Goodwill Job Seekers directly and, and of course to, to um, our broader Job Seeker community as well. So that, that, you know, that's one thing that we're doing together now Another thing is uh, we are in the middle of a virtual resume review pilot where folks can submit their resumes and we'll get back a, a 10 minute video walking them through different things that they they can do to, to update it and, and to really elevate it. And tomorrow, uh, actually, we are hosting our first virtual hiring event with Goodwill and an Indeed client that's looking to hire about 500 roles uh, across New York State. So, so the core of the work with Goodwill, it remains the same. We are still focused on helping Goodwill job seekers connect to opportunity. We are still focused on bringing the best of, of what both of our organizations offer to that partnership. But I would say the number of job seekers who need help has gone up dramatically. And the way that those services get delivered looks quite different. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, what, what you were describing about uh, how they have responded and, and risen to these challenges is inspiring it's also not at all surprising given that the entire spirit of everything that certainly i've seen from from our relationship with goodwill is that they take things that sound like impossible immovable barriers and just say well we're gonna figure out how to work around that so that is clearly the spirit and it's been really inspiring from an innovation perspective just to make us feel like we're this technology company that likes to think we're innovative and uh with very few resources and just need Goodwill has come up with incredibly innovative solutions to these, these huge problems. So in addition to our work with Goodwill, one of the things that we have been focused on also during this crisis is um, reaching out to government partners and to ensure that they understand what it is that Indeed uh, can do and that we're here to help. Um, what, what are the things that we've been doing to, to reach out to uh, governments to, to help inform them and, and, and help out however we can? 
I mean, we, we all sort of know governments play this really important role in our employment system in, in good times and in bad. Um, some of the workforce development programs I talked about for economic development, regulations, tax incentives. I mean, they're just, there are, there are many different ways where, where the employment system and, and, and our governments are, are deeply connected. During an economic crisis, people look to their leaders for guidance. And as we hopefully shift from crisis into to something that feels more like a recovery effort, maybe not one that will look anything like any of us are familiar with, that's, the governments are going to play a really upfront role in, in driving that. And so in that spirit, you know, we want to do everything that we can do to help people get jobs. Uh, that is that is a shared mission for a lot of folks who are working in government right now. And we've just reached out to, to offer our help. Uh, and, and we have done that globally with a number of, uh, of different government partners. And it has translated in, in, in several cases to some, to some really interesting and I, I think potentially high impact partnerships. Uh, so for example, in the UK, we've worked with the National Health Service there to help them fill critical roles in temporary COVID hospitals. And then more recently, uh, we've launched a joint campaign to fill social care roles there. Uh, we talked briefly before about virtual hiring events in the U.S. Last week, we sponsored a three-day virtual hiring event in New York where over 60 employers participated and were hiring for, uh, for essential services roles across the state of New York. And, and that is something we have been talking with a lot of other government partners about and that we intend to do more of over the next few months all around the world. We're working with uh, another U.S. state to create an Indeed-hosted job site for them so they can connect their residents quickly to jobs that are, are open in their state. And those are just a few examples. There are, there are many more. Um, I, I, I should also note that you know, these, are, these are pro bono partnerships. We are doing this as part of our, our um, effort to, to support uh, during this crisis. And I think this is going to be an area that will just continue to be a really important focus for us in the, the months to come. We've, we've talked a lot about the, about the crisis, about the public health crisis, about the economic crisis. I think we are all seeing that this is, this is going to go on for a while and it will continue to evolve and the needs will continue to evolve. And I, I, I think that you know, we will all be there for that and continue to evolve our work uh, to, to meet those moments. And I think government is just going to be a, a critical partner in doing that. So as we start thinking about what lies ahead, and uh, I don't think anyone right now is thinking that this is all going to go away and then it's just going to go back to, to you know, normal. Um, what do you think people need the most from Indeed right now? This is such an unprecedented time in, in, in so many ways, and that is certainly true when it comes to looking for a job. So I think, you know, I think people need us to help them make sense of what is going on right now in the job market. And, and I'll go back to what I said before. I think they need that real practical advice about what to do and how to do it. And I think that on top of that, they, they, just, they need hope that opportunity is out there. It's that message of there are employers who are hiring, people are getting jobs. And if we compare that with the, the practical advice about how to, how to get there and how to move forward, I think that is um, one of the most important things we can do right now. And uh, so just to wrap things up here, um, as we look ahead, one of the things that is 
really clear also is that um, this is the set of changes that are going on right now and how rapidly they have set in has just given us a new lens to, to look at the nature of work and how we work as a business, how other people will look for and find work and, and connect. And when you think about, um, again, obviously we would, we want things to go back to, to something that, that is familiar, but what do you think some of the things are that, that might've changed forever that, that we or the world will be doing differently? For me, when I, when I think about the answer to that question, I, I would say that this crisis has put a spotlight on some big systemic challenges in our economy. In the US, certainly, we have far too many people who are working hard and still can't make, make ends meet, who have not been able to save enough money to cover any kind of unplanned expense, who can't afford health care. And, and we're seeing all of that play out right now in really devastating ways. So my hope is that in this moment, we can look at the way we have been doing things and say, this is not good enough. We have to do better. And, and that's a tall order, but I think that, you know, we do have a window when these issues have been exposed and when we're all thinking about, to your point, what do we want to go back to the way it was? What do we want to actually look different? as we rebuild. And, and I think we have a moment to think about what our systems should look like coming out of this crisis. Well, as um, we've been saying over the past couple of months here, our mission is to help people get jobs. And that mission has never felt more vital and important than it is today. Um, you've dedicated your career to doing something that uh, it seems also really clear has never been more important than, uh, than it is today. So. Thank you for everything that you're doing right now for Indeed and for job seekers all over the world. And thanks for joining and talking today. Well, thank you. And and it's been really, it's been really inspiring for me to see the the leadership across the organization just take this challenge on with with both hands. And I'm I'm really grateful to be a part of it. And I, I can't imagine being anywhere else but indeed right now.